0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: If you take stock of the last four years of the Trump presidency, it's been good for big business. It's been good for Silicon Valley. It's been good for Wall Street. But very few people in big business are willing to say that aloud in 2020. Why is that? Joining me to discuss is Vox business and politics reporter Emily Stewart. So Emily, I write a lot about Silicon Valley leaders and Trump. You write a lot about Wall Street leaders and Trump. So let's sort of compare notes here. What are you hearing from the business community, quote unquote, elites about how they're feeling about Trump 2020 and the prospects? of a second term?
0: My sense is like probably most of like the richest of the rich would prefer a Donald Trump presidency, right? Like nobody wants to pay more taxes and there's a chance that if Biden is president, you might pay more taxes. But I think there is like a very real difference between Joe Biden being on the ticket with Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren potentially being on the ticket. Like you definitely have a sense there's a little bit of like a sigh of relief.
1: Take me back four years ago to 2016. Where was the business community on Trump four years ago?
0: It was like, if Donald Trump wins, the sky will fall and the stock market will completely crash. Like you can look back. I, mean, I wrote stories being like the stock market will crash because you'd look at at like what prediction markets were saying, how different things were acting, or you would see him go up a little bit in the polls and, and the stock market really react. And then you get to election night and, and I like literally can remember sitting at my desk at, at the place I used to work at and seeing the futures markets like completely melt down for a second. And then you wake up the next day and actually the stock market has decided that Donald Trump is fine. And over the past four years, like it's hard to say that, that a Trump presidency has not been good for Wall Street.
1: You wrote the story in early 2018 with this very apt headline, which was How Wall Street Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Trump. Can you explain what you sort of found in your reporting for that story, especially given how folks were feeling in November 2016?
0: It seems like really what happened is is that Wall Street and investors have really learned to kind of cut through the noise and really focus on the things that that matter to the bottom line. So like Maybe the president sends a weird tweet, right? But what really matters to you is, like, that a bank regulator is not as tough as it could be. So let's
1: switch gears and talk a little bit about Silicon Valley. I mean, here, leaders christen themselves as more socially minded, less financially motivated, more long-term focused than the financiers of Wall Street, right? And you've seen a lot of energy spent over the last four years to make Silicon Valley more political. Four years ago, lots of people in Silicon Valley didn't like Trump, but there was not this groundswell of energy and, frankly, money that came from tech elites toward ousting Trump. And now you're seeing this moment where you have tons of leaders, most prominently people like LinkedIn founder Reid Hoffman or Facebook founder Dustin Moskovitz, who are pouring their billions of dollars into actually doing something about how they felt four years ago, uh, in a, at least in a more generous and aggressive way. It seems like most Wall Street folks that you talk to are fairly focused, maybe even exclusively, on how Donald Trump affects the market, which, for all the problems of the coronavirus, is pretty good. Here in Silicon Valley, it seems like people are Theoretically, at least, less financially motivated and and business leaders are thinking more about how Trump affects immigration, how Trump is handling the coronavirus pandemic and not so narrowly focused on their stock portfolios.
0: I think to a certain extent. That's true. But like this morning, I was talking to a guy who works at a hedge fund, just being like, hey, what are you hearing? And he was like, I've actually heard more about immigration than I thought. And I was like, oh, just on like, you know, the worker visas and the H-1Bs that are very much an issue for Silicon Valley and like tech workers. And he was like, yeah, but also like, there's kind of a lot of chatter, at least like uh, at his fund about like student visas and and if those kind of go away, what that means, or like green card applications, like this stuff is there. Um, and obviously, like finance is not a monolith. Wall Street is not a monolith, and there are more liberal billionaires <laughs> who have made their money in finance. Um, you know, I think those issues are important, and like everybody wants to kind of look socially responsible right now, wherever they're kind of standing but i do think like when you're i mean ultimately like if you're goldman sachs or whatever like you're not as worried about looking good probably than a lot of the tech people are right
1: lastly i want to talk a little bit about joe biden specifically what would joe biden's election mean for the business community
0: like i i kind of have two minds of this like on the one hand like if you have Biden in the White House, so let's say you have Democratic-controlled Senate, taxes are going up, I, I would assume. <laughs> but at the same time, you do get some real stability there. Like, you know what's happening on the day-to-day. And, like, is Joe Biden, like, some big anti-corporate figure? No, he's not. He's from Delaware. Like, he's Joe, Joe's not gunning for the banks. And I think also, like, at least that we're coming from a wall street and like bank perspective, the rhetoric and the focus right now in terms of like what to address policy wise, like industry wise is, is not the banking industry. If anything, we're talking about how the banking industry can like maybe get more people into the system to give them more assistance. Like it's, it's a different situation than it was in 2008. But I think at the same time, like, Yeah, Joe Biden might be like marginally not as business friendly, but again, like it's not the same as a Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren.
1: Emily Stewart, business and politics reporter here at Vox. Thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you for having me. More to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of.